knows what your song connection this is. Sung by Yoda, I am. Appreciative that you listen to the Rose Water Connection podcast we are. Hey. Happy Star Wars Day and welcome back to the Rosewater Connection podcast. This is part two of a conversation between myself, Heidi, and Clint uh, discussing our quirks and idiosyncrasies. All you really need to know to be caught up from last week is that I like to knock on wood in even numbers and Heidi doesn't like to mix her foods. Thanks for listening and may the fourth be with you. Well, okay. if we take a look at how far we carry these, or how long I should say, for how far and long, whatever, um, we carry these things with us. I mean, here's me at my age still doing these things from my childhood. Yeah. You know, and, and you reflect that back onto, onto mental health and, you know, how hard it is to learn, to unlearn, to grow, to heal. You know, it's, um, <clears throat> damn, it takes time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's not a problem unless it's a problem. Absolutely. So then where is that line? Right when this this quirk becomes a compulsion, <laughs> when you're tired of people starts, making fun of you for the way you eat, you're dripping in sweat because the thermostat has to be set to a specific number. Right, like uh, if it gets in the way of your functioning again, the things we want and need to do, or uh, things we want or need to happen in life. Right, if it's infringing upon that, okay, perhaps we should look at that. It's all about functioning. If you're doing the things you want and need to do in all aspects of your life, fine. Quirk it up. <laughs> and how many people don't admit their quirks, right? Because for, you know, out of fear of, of being judged. I don't know. I think it's a pretty <laughs> standard thing now that everybody's, you know, talked about it a couple weeks ago, I mm-hmm. think. But, you know, you got to have quirks. <clears throat> right. For us as... as for you old folks. Yeah. More mature yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Say it louder. <laughs> well, like I said before, I'm I'm a little afraid of um, perhaps giving into some of my uh, quirks because so what would that mean? I would have to pay attention and um, you're digital, your honor, you're off, not analog. You know. You... So what's a quirk you have? We've dissected mine and Wes's here. Yeah, those are my only two. Gosh, sure. um, that, that's a great question. Um, have to, need to's, right? Or otherwise, you don't mm-hmm. feel right. You feel mm-hmm. like physical discomfort. <laughs> are you not quirky or special like Wes and I? Maybe I don't even, I'm not even aware of that. I like that. I like that it's we're self aware. (laughs) That's a great reframe. I like that too. Okay. (laughs) Touche. Well, okay. I can can take it to my hockey life. When I put my hockey equipment on before I go out to play a game, I have to to the best of my ability (laughs) i think i have to put on my left sock first and then my right and left shin pad and then the right shin pad and then Mm -hmm. left sock and right sock um it's always been that way and if you did it another way 
I would probably uh, have the worst game of my life. Have you tried putting it like go to put it well, on no, your right leg? That's, that's crazy. I, no, you can't do that. I actually, it's just so ingrained. Right? It's just like the number. Yeah, okay. Right? So did you have a good game one day when you were younger? Oh, I had when all you good did... games. Every game was awesome. <laughs> uh, I like first first star every game forever. I, I knew immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> right? But it, that's very likely. Mm. And so from then on, right? And that's part of... It's it's crazy to me. It's part of it's part of confidence. <clears throat> oh, I got to do this again, right? It's those stories we tell ourselves. We are habitual pattern seekers within this human condition. We, when I say we, I mean there's always exceptions. It's not across the board, but um, most individuals like uh, patterns and consistency and recognizing that if you if you even take it to the level of uh geometry even sacred geometry when you look at those visuals and they're beautiful you know things to look at and and they are they're all symmetrical right Mm -hmm. what would happen if this beautiful symmetrical geometric design had this, this one protruding thing just that didn't fit. I'd get a tummy ache. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So for the, and there's many within our mids that would look at it and say, I don't notice anything. That's really cool. I, I like that protrusion part. But there's many who go, no, things. Yeah, it seems like about two out of three <laughs> based on sample exactly. size we got here. Right. But we like our patterns, we like symmetry, it works. And that's the same, the fame, that's the fame. That is the fame. That's the fame when, or what I was getting at before, you know, you think about your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, right? And, and the patterns within those, like if we're carrying through, you know, these, these even numbers and the way we eat food and you, you put that back onto our, to our mental health and being able to break those, those patterns. Those are those records behind me here. We lay down tracks, especially in the first five years of life, especially those. We lay down tracks through our vast experiences in those first five years. Those are really hardwired into our own uh, vinyl makeup. And some of them are, are fine. They serve us well. Some of them, neither here nor there. And some of them can cause us some suffering as time goes on. Those tracks get laid down. It's like my post today. Oh! You know, like the shedding of those those old selves and those, you know, that continuously happen throughout our entire lives. Well, back to thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. You saying you grow? No way. Okay. Like Good. a flower. Like a rose. Sitting in the sun. I have thorns. <laughs> But the thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, they become our belief systems, right? And over time, over and over and over, these things that we lay down in our own brains as far as these uh, vinyl record, (laughs) um, we call them tracks. Um, Okay, so there's our values, there's our belief systems, uh, that's our worldview. Some of it's good. Some of it 
is not. It becomes dysfunctional, irrational, and it gets in the way of the functioning. Mm-hmm. So I like that analogy about the vinyl record. What? So when you have a track that's, you know... Deeply embedded. Yeah, and it, and it is getting to that point where it's deeply irrational and becoming, you know, uh, an obstacle. It's becoming an issue. What are some ways that you can, when you've got this really deep, like, I don't know, know, neurological like pathway you've developed in your brain. How do you take a different path? How do you, how do you start to, well, you start to lay down a new track and how do we do that? Well, you start with awareness that, okay, this track that's been laid down over time isn't serving me in positive ways, healthy ways anymore. Just is. Okay. What would it look like, um, within my thoughts, within my behaviors, if things we're healthier, better. Okay, that's what I'm moving towards. And then the plan is, how do we start to lay down a track? Well, we start thinking a different way, and we start behaving in different ways. And if you do that with repetition, consistently, over time, that starts to embed new tracks. Hmm. And repetition, repetition, repetition always comes up. It's like, if I want to... Think about food, for example, um, in a different way, because my belief system about it is pretty embedded due to my history. What am I going to do? Well, I'm going to do some my my own intervention, <laughs> right? Uh, once once a week, I'm foods. mixing all my foods together, and <laughs> that just is, right? Uh, if it's important enough to you, right? Well, that's what's it's interesting because I'm trying to think of like. It, it's something that it's not an issue, right? Okay, the knocking on wooden even numbers. Is it a little much? Sometimes, sure. But it's not getting in the way. But me even just thinking about, like, okay, if I had to knock on wood three times, mm-hmm. like, I just, the thought is, like, legitimately <laughs> making me feel, like, almost physically ill. Okay, so what if you knocked on wood three times, and you went through your angst, but something really, really great happened to you uh, shortly thereafter. I'd probably be thinking about, I'd be obsessing over my whole life, how I'd been knocking on wood and even numbers, <laughs> and it didn't, you know, and it could have been 50% better. So would you knock on, th- on wood three times? Probably not. No, I don't think that would ever happen because it's not how knocking on wood works. So it's kind of a <laughs> stupid conversation. <laughs> uh, I know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think you'd have to, one is not enough, right? You'd have to, like anything mm-hmm. else, everything for laying down tracks just takes time and time, reps, reps, different experiences over mm-hmm. uh, longitudinal aspects of time. Same thing with laying down our new tracks. Yep, I'm going to try something else on, mm-hmm. behavior-wise, thought-wise, and I'm just going to stay the course. And even though I'm not getting results that I would want, efficiently i can still be effective with that process and that's all about consistency mm-hmm. stay in the course lo and behold you won't even notice it's almost imperceptible at times so you just oh i didn't even notice that's completely shifted that's completely changed well i've been doing it differently now for quite mm-hmm. a long time didn't know when it was going to happen but it's transpired yeah well you know it makes me wonder because i had mentioned i don't know in an earlier podcast that all of a sudden my my breath work is is a tool mm-hmm. now right rather than like a force like 
okay, breathe, you know, and all of a sudden I, I, I do it naturally. But I wonder, when did I actually start? Mm-hmm. You know, how long did it take me to notice that it's become more of my go-to? Well, and I, I'm kind of circling back to a conversation we had a, a few weeks back, maybe depending on when I decide to, in what order I post these. <laughs> uh, but uh, people, especially lately, I've noticed, get, uh, you know, a little too, put a little too much stock into their quirks, doing air quotes around quirks. At, like, at, at what point is it that you're, this something is so ingrained in what you feel is your identity that you don't want it. Mm-hmm. Like, is that why I'm uncomfortable knocking three times? Is because I'm the guy who knocks on wood twice? Who am I if I'm who not am the I guy? if I knock on wood three times? <laughs> Honestly, it's true. <laughs> we we connect our identity to all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, you know. If we go back to to these these beliefs, even we start with beliefs, right? And things that we used to believe which is part of you know starting that new shedding the old version i guess and starting a new version because mm-hmm. it happens several times right and letting go of that that belief right that <clears throat> those behaviors those those patterns hmm. yeah those i don't want it feels like I, I even for example um when we notice what our default reactions are, mm-hmm. right? And we want to want to change that. The first thing is is noticing. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And I, maybe if it was getting in the way, I'd think differently. Like one thing, when when people say like pin number or ATM machine or MPR room, the R is that's what the R is, you know. And I I correct people, and there have been times where I corrected someone. <laughs> In a situation where it was not entirely appropriate for me to interject and say, actually, the R stands for room. It was just like it brought everything to a halt and this person gave me a really weird look. And I was like, oh, that uh, didn't make the best impression. And now I've tried really hard to stop. And there was times at the beginning made me uncomfortable. Like there is we have so NPR room is the one that's like even saying it makes me feel icky a little bit. (laughs) But like uh, we have the multi-purpose room where I work and I'll hear people down the hall saying, oh, someone wants to book the NPR room. You can just say NPR. I'll, I'll like, right, because I'll if you it. said multi-purpose room room. You could say MP room. You could say multi-P room. You could like, there's so many iterations that are correct, right? You've that one's wrong. I think about it a lot. I can hear and, it. And the reason I had to start thinking about it is because it became a problem. And it's... It's always it, contextual. Yeah. It's all environmental. Mm-hmm. Like, again, quirk it up. Quirk it everywhere you want. <laughs> <laughs> but there's certain places and spaces and environments and contexts that it causes some mm, suffering, either for you or for somebody else mm-hmm. or for both. And so, again, if it's important enough, you'll look at it mm-hmm. and perhaps start to change that. Perhaps you won't. <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah. Habits, laying down tracks, that stuff is incredibly deep. And you know what? It just takes time and it takes patience. And, and it's it a weird amount of vulnerability, too. Oh. 
Great. For me to knock on wood three times. (laughs) No, I just mean to change that behavior. For me to be like, I'm going to, I can't. I've just, for the last little while, I've been like lifting up my hand. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to knock three times. I'm like, I can't do it. I think you can. I think this is the. I know I could. Mm -hmm. Am I going to? Okay. Okay. Do you want, how about try it out? No. And and then verbalize. I don't know. (laughs) Verbalize what's happening, you know, internally. Uh, for you after the third knock. Uh, I think my elbow is going to hurt. Like I can, I'm pretty <clears throat> sure. <laughs> I can see it in your body. You're <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't like it. What this if I knock the fourth one for you? No, that? that's worse. Then it's two odd numbers. That's. Uh-uh. Mm, can't combine. No, no. It's like crossing the streams. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're just, now we're both going down. Are you pretending in your head that you knocked the fourth time? No, I'm just trying to sit in it. And it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I feel your, uncomfortable. Your hands looking a little I'm getting tense. a little sweaty too. Like my palms are sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I guess like, is it's not an issue. This doesn't affect me in my day-to-day life. But it is a little silly that it's affecting me so much now in the situation I put myself in. Mm-hmm. Like in my logical brain, I'm like, this is crazy. Get over it. Move on. Like, why are you thinking about this so much? And you know what? I think this conversation is such a great message for like, yes, are we talking about quirks today in these little idiosyncrasies, these little things that we do, these little superstitions, you know, have to go left to right and mm-hmm. certain amount of knocks. Um, and these are just blips on the screen compared to, to life and our, and our mental health. And, mm-hmm. you know, we sometimes want to be really hard on ourselves for, you know, how slowly let's say things change or the mm-hmm. time it takes or you know how long it takes to 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 grieve to make a conscious choice to heal or you know whatever it might mm-hmm. be because we're all facing it um so if we have trouble if we get uncomfortable um within you know these idiosyncrasies of course we have to have so much patience we have to be gentle with self all those lovely cliches that a certain therapist tells us all the time. <clears throat> I don't know if they're cliches. I think they're probably nuggets of beautiful wisdom. Gold. <laughs> no, and I, and I don't mean that in a bad because I, I do say them to myself too, right? Like, go easy, be gentle, stop shooting on yourself like mm. we talk in the beginning, right? And yet we can allow ourselves these idiosyncrasies these quirks and do we give ourselves the same amount of grace patience um time you know being gentle and easy when it comes to thoughts feelings and behaviors well, i think there's an element of self-regulation always in there too uh, does it make us feel good to stay with a particular coping idiosyncrasy quirk yeah it does it's my thing um, without it, I, I probably wouldn't feel as good. Well, then do it, please, forever and a day. Right? That's a self-regulation thing. We self-regulate all the time in all kinds of ways. Our quirks are one of them. We can self-regulate through sensory motor integration. Right? What we take in through the eyes and ears and nose and mouth and how do we manage all this information through our skin. That's self-regulation to feel better more often. We self-regulate with changing our thought processes. So, and adapting them and modifying them so I can get through life. But 
if it helps to make sure that if we're going to knock, we knock in even numbers, then please, forever and a day, do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, it's, it's true. been really hard to listen to this, <laughs> this last little while. You were focused. While. Are you back now? I, I was listening kind of a little bit. Mm-hmm. Most. I was listening, but, you know, I'm also like tense. Okay, is it time to do, reset? Go for a walk, probably. I only got two-hour parking, though, so. Oh, no, no, no. No, I just, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to sit in it for a bit. Ooh. Also, you can't just, it's not how it works. You can't just knock on wood for no reason, too. Like, that's the other thing. Yeah, but what if you said to yourself, Well, you better do it. To this is for the last one. And I gave her a wrap no. with the knuckles. No, I, that's, well, honestly, at the beginning, I was trying to think, because, again, it's this interesting, like, where the rational mind meets the irrational mm-hmm. mind. Like, how long of a pause is too long of a pause between knocks, right? Or after saying think, the word passed. I, I'm like... Is it like when I when I move my arm, like if I just kept my hand in the knocking position, it could it could it'd be twenty minutes, and that's part of the same knock. I like I don't know, like that. My hand kind of hit the armrest a little hard, and that was like that was a tap, but was it a knock? I don't know. I'm just maybe unconscious. I think I need to go for a walk. <laughs> I didn't realize how much this like uh, was in there. You know, I didn't realize how deep those grooves were, I guess. Scratch the record. Because <clears throat> there's other things that, like, I got over, or like, uh, I don't know, I, when I, if I ate ice cream out of the, as often as this comes up, I'm lactose intolerant. If I ate ice cream out of the container, I need to make sure it's all smooth on top, you know? I can't take a big scoop. I got to, like, scrape. I'm over that. Okay, but, okay, look at it from a patterns perspective, right? Which Which pattern is more pleasing to the eye in regards to consistencies um, and, and geometry. No, I get it. I just don't get why it matters for something that's going to get left in the freezer for three months and get all freezer burnt anyway, you know? <laughs> well, you, you might be a guy who, who wants it... and needs and, and likes and feels better around uh, control versus chaos in all kinds of ways of life. Fine, just this. Okay, so it's okay how I eat. That's my weird eating thing. That's just your eating thing. It's not even. It's not even weird. It's just your thing. That's the okay. way you operate. Okay. I mean, like there's times where if it's like you know Oreo ice cream, uh-huh. there's a really good chunk of Oreo I yeah. want. I haven't. I can't have it because it's. Or you can, and you just go down another layer. Yeah, but then I overeat though, and I'm lactose intolerant. Like none of this mm. should be happening at all, really. Mm. Okay. I would. I wouldn't buy Oreo ice cream then. That's weird. You find ways I've to... tried the non-dairy kind, and it's just not <laughs> worth it. It's just like it's more expensive and not very good. Well, we recognize our own quirks, our own uh, the way that we operate, and then as time goes on, then we create conditions in our own lives so that we don't have to deal with angst as much as possible. Yeah, a lot of people who drive around this time of year, and their vehicles have to be clean. Why? I've actually found that if I leave my car dirty, it gets broken into less. So, you know. I don't really care. If my, I, I like a clean vehicle. Don't get me wrong. But it, it's it's extremely dirty right now. Okay, I'll get, I'll get around to it. But there's individuals who cannot uh, go through their day with a vehicle that has any sort of dirt on it. What's that about? Lots of reasons. But for them, that works for them. 
fine. <laughs> Just is. It's only a problem unless it's a problem. I don't know if that fits with this or not, but I'm oh, yeah, always going to be promoting <clears throat> the idea of, okay, how, how are we all doing on non-judgmental? <laughs> and how are we doing on non-judgmental to ourselves? Mm -hmm. Number one. Right? This like, quirks are one of the things that make this human condition really interesting with self and with others because it's fun to make fun of others and <laughs> question and go, <clears throat> what is that about right you're so weird jeez i can't what even are you count talking? the amount of times i've been told that well look at the i probably I couldn't can't. count the amount of times yeah, but... i've heard you be told that like i, know. But I don't even eat lunch like i'm look, not even like look at the beauty in there what if we didn't have these things and everybody was Doing the, the same, same thing. thing. See, but then that's that's what's interesting to me too, though, is because how much of me knocking on wood twice is because I'm superstitious and how much of it is because I've <coughs> told myself, and there's an expectation, everybody knows that I'm the person who knocks on wood twice. You know? Like, because, yeah, it is, you're right. It is funny. It is interesting. It is that thing I do. What if I just stop doing it? <clears throat> you're saying that you're thinking about not being the knocking guy? Yeah, yeah, right? Like what, what does that see, mean? Look at look at the face he's making mm -hmm. right now. That's just what I'm afraid of. Did you hear? I can't have made such did a big deal about it for all this Wes? time. Did you hear about Wes? He's not knocking anymore. What? I don't even know who he is anymore. He's not even the same person. You should call somebody. He's He's well, you're in the right place. Frick used to be a cool. <laughs> little things like um, the, you got these nice, very nice uh, shift counseling services uh, coasters here, mm. and I've been trying to line it up so that my water bottle's perfectly <clears throat> in the middle of the logo, and this little cap that's hanging over the edge is lining up with the middle like, of the coaster. The middle of the mm. the coaster where the the shift writing is. Alignment there. and symmetry work with many many brains. And so, like, doing this, that this is what part of what's getting me through, like, sitting here and listening to... That's self-regulation. So, okay. okay. Absolutely. Okay. Because that fits Hopefully. for you. Right? You know, and it <clears throat> just reminds me of <clears throat> of our beliefs, mm -hmm. right? And, and being able to, to change those beliefs, especially if you're um, logical, mm -hmm. right? You're, you're much more brain than, than heart. And I speak that way from experience. <clears throat> Sorry, but when you when we go to like so yeah. beliefs, right? Or so something that's abstract, that's that's different, that's you know something we wouldn't have put stock into previously, mm. and we think about changing that that belief pattern mm. and the the weight you give it, <clears throat> right? And so you're you putting your your water mm -hmm. on the coaster, you know, in that way. Really, for for those of us who are more in the mind, is we we have to see the evidence. Mm -hmm. We have to right to change those those beliefs. Yeah, those thoughts. Those. And it's it's interesting because I like I think like you, I am a pretty in most things a logical A leads to B kind of person. So I don't like again realistically, I don't think knocking on wood matters. I don't think it does anything. I don't think it matters if you knock one time or, you know, 33 times or whatever is an odd number. But like the, what you're saying about control and like the, the symmetry and things, right? Like doing this, playing with my water bottle on the coaster 
has helped me sit here and pay attention. Not that you, you know, you're dull and you have to pay attention to but it, it's helped me stay focused. It's helped me just like sit and be comfortable and not be like, you know, maybe there's another thing going on inside my brain that I need like a little like fidget or something to, hmm. to do. But uh, I've never really thought about it as like a, a control thing. I've always kind of thought about it as the lack of control. Like this, this thing has control over me, but maybe me doing it is taking this one, this is one thing in this whole chaotic world that I can have control over. So Mm -hmm. what you're telling me is that I'm perfect and there's no need to change. And you know, everyone else should just, there's the cosmic takeaway. That's the end of the podcast. Just perfection is right there and immerse yourself in it because that's all we all are in our own ways. So just be more often. Just be. You scoffed at that, Rosie? <laughs> she was like, bull. Bull. <clears throat> All right. Well, on that note, I'm going to take a minute to pull out my notes because I forgot what I say at the end. Uh, did either of you two have anything else you wanted to end off on or, or say I, before I, we... I still feel quite um, uh, down today with my seasonal allergies, but... Uh, my I feel mood, really insensitive. I forgot all my mood. It. My mood is elevated because of this um, engaging conversation. So thank you. <coughs> what? <laughs> Heidi, anything? No, I just... <clears throat> I really like the parallel lines of these idiosyncrasies that, oh, you know, I really mean, when like they the come down coding. to it... Hmm? Nothing. Sorry. Oh, no. I was going to say just really when they come down to it, they... They don't really matter, but the parallel line between the things that, that do or the bigger things that we struggle with, I think we can learn from our our uh, our quirks and, you know, same with our thoughts and feelings and behaviors. If they're not getting in the road, okay. And if they are, then uh, let's do something about them. Hmm. Or just get, no. Nah. Not jokes. I was going to, you know, monster truck drive over him. I'm tired. Uh, That's all for today's episode of the Rosewater Connection. Thank you for listening and joining us on this journey of mental health and wellness. Uh, We hope you learned something new, felt inspired, or found, you know, a little bit of comfort in our our conversations. In our idiosyncrasies. Our idiosyncrasies, our disclosures. Yeah. Uh, Make it quirk, I think. If that's not a t shirt already, we should make one. if you enjoyed this podcast, nice. please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite platform. Nobody steal that if it's not a thing yet. Uh, and don't forget to follow us on social media for more updates and content. You can find a link tree to all of our platforms in the episode description. Until next time, take care of yourself and each other. We'll see you next week. And make it quirk. Make it quirk. Thank you for listening to the podcast. No, that's not a you. <laughs> Grateful for you just created it. Don't 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 work from deficit. There's a re-entry into the.